Welcome to Empowerment for Today. I'm your host, Roberta Kay, and today I want to discuss with you the war that both you and I are in. Are you ready to win? Let's find out. You will find encouraging words of wisdom. Learn how to gain His presence in your life and bring the Word of God into practical everyday living. If you are struggling right now in any area of your life, or if you desire a deeper walk with Christ, your life is about to be empowered today. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I want to just talk to you a little bit about the war that you and I are in. A lot of times we don't like to discuss the enemy, but I feel like it's very important that we do know what our adversary is up to and how he comes in and the ways that he attacks us. You know, we don't like to listen, you know, we don't like to hear or say Satan, the devil, Lucifer, but we have to know what we're up against. We have to talk about him. The word of God is clear that we are to have power over him, not him have power over us. How can we battle our opponent if we don't even know who our opponent is? Just like a football team, when they go out before they get on that field, especially if they're in a state finals, they're going to watch the opposing team videos over and over and over and over again. That team is going to know their moves. They're going to know their weaknesses that team has. They're going to know what strengths that team has before they go to battle against them. Same with our Christian walk. We should know what we're up against. We should know how to defeat the enemy at all times. How can we win if, with, if we don't have a strategy, right? Even when you're building something, you have a strategy to achieve that. What is your strategy to defeat Satan in your life? Today, we're just going to take a glimpse of just one area that we can conquer him in. There's many different ways, many different tactics that the devil uses, but today we're going to deal with our mind. What are you allowing in your mind today? You know, as Christians, we need to know the Word of God and what the Word of God says, and by faith, walk in that Word. We don't have to fear Satan. You know, the word of God says in Isaiah 41.10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. The word of God tells us, fear not. We don't have to fear the devil. We just have to remember that he's there. We have to remember that he's out there roaring like a lion, seeking who he can devour. He's out there mumble jumble in your mind, giving you bad thoughts, causing you to fear or trying to cause you to fear. I shouldn't say that he's causing you, 
but he tries to get you to fear. He tries to get you to doubt God. He tries to get you into unbelief, murmuring, complaining. He'll try anything to get you off track. In Ephesians 6:10 through 18, I'm going to go ahead and read this with you. It's a little bit lengthy, but I think that it's a good base for our word today. The word of God says, Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against him, against the walls of the devil. You know, that word means his trickeries. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the trickeries of the devil. The word then goes to say, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. It says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Your war is not against your spouse. It's not against your kids or your neighbor or even your boss. We're in those in-laws down the road. It's not against flesh and blood. Our war is spiritual. Our war is against our soul, against our spirit. But we have authority over all of the enemy. Verse goes on to say, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. We win the battle with truth. And I believe that this begins in our mind. What is your mind thinking about on a daily basis? You know, we can think negatively all day long and we're going to get negative results. There's no way that you're going to get a positive result if all day long you're just thinking about everything that happened yesterday that went wrong. We have to stop that. We have to gird our loins with truth. What does the word of God say about your situation today? That's right. We need to combat those bad thoughts, those negative thoughts. Oh, I'm never going to be able to do that. No. What does the word of God say? The word of God says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stop saying you can't. Start saying I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Every day we have thousands of thoughts going on in our mind. How many of those thoughts are positive and how many of those things are negative? How many of those thoughts are really lining up with the word of God says? You see, in order to conquer Satan, we need to use the truth of God to overcome him in every area of our life. It's not about us. It's not about what we think. It's not about even what our spouse thinks or our children think. It's all about what God's word says. That is where our victory is. The verse goes on to say, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, 
taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. What is your faith based on? How are we to put up that shield of faith if we don't know the word of God? You see, it's by faith that we are conquering. But in what faith? Where's your faith? In the word of God. So we need to know what the word of God says so we can fight him off. You know, even the devil tried to tempt Jesus. That's right. When Jesus was in the wilderness, Satan came to him and he tried to tempt him. Number one, he came in. Remember, he fasted for 40 days. So then Satan, Lucifer, comes to him and says, If you're the Son of God, command that these stones be turned into bread. And what did Jesus say? He said, It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus deflected the lies of Satan with the word of God. He was hungry. And, Je- and the devil's telling Jesus himself, well, if you're the son of God, you know, make the stones turn to bread. You can eat them. But Jesus knew the devil. He was aware of Satan himself and he fought him with the word of God. Jesus was God himself and yet he still referred back to it is written. Are you referring back to what is written or are you referring to what you think? Jesus was God himself in the flesh and he still said it is written. You know, the devil went on to tempt him again. And he said that if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. And here even the devil uses the word of God. Listen to this. The devil will come as an angel of light. He will even try to use the word of God against what God has in store for you. It says that Satan tells him, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down for it's written. He shall give his angels charge over you and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus turned to Satan and he said to him again, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Satan is so crafty. He comes about as an angel of light. He's sneaky. He's tricky. He'll twist the word of God. We have to know the word of God and we have to understand God himself in order to defeat all of his tactics. You know, again, the devil took Jesus up and he took him to a high place and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. You see, the devil's the ruler of this world. He wasn't lying to to Jesus. But Jesus again spoke to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall shall you serve. And listen to this. 
And then, then the devil left him. And behold, angels came and ministered to Jesus. That is powerful. You know, when we combat Satan with the word of God and defeat him right then and there with what is written, it is written, Satan. You have no authority. You have no right. The word of God says it. I believe it. That settles it. Then he departs from us. And then we are comforted by God's spirit and by his angels and by his blessings. The enemy will try anything and everyone that he can to come against the word of God and what he has for you. Psalms 119, 15 through 16 says, I will meditate in thy precepts and I have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in the statutes. I will not forget thy word. It's so important that we get the word of God as our base for all of our life. What do you base your yes and your no upon? What do you base your righteousness versus unrighteousness with? You're right and you're wrong. What are you basing it on? How you feel that day? You know, even as we grow, sometimes our thoughts change. Sometimes our views change. But the word of God says that it's the same today, tomorrow, yesterday, and forever. The word of God remains the same. It never changes. See, our thoughts can change. Our views can change. Our ideas can change. But the word of God never changes. So we need to get the word of God as our strong foundation. It's what we need to rely on whenever we are being attacked. You know, sometimes we can be just attacked in our minds on a day-to-day basis. You know, we can just get bombarded. Oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Oh my gosh, you don't have enough of finances. What are we going to do? Oh my gosh, we're not going to make it this month. Oh my gosh, what if I get sick? Oh my gosh, what if I lose my job? Oh my gosh, what if I get hit by a train? (laughs) See, our minds can play tricks with us and it can go on and on and on and on again. But we need to reflect it with what the word of God says. We're going to take a short break right now, but when we come back, we're going to dig into the word on how to combat the enemy in our mind. For only 58 cents per day, you can change a child's life forever. Your support gives a child nutritious meals, education, care, and hope for the future. Will you partner with us at Giving Hope to Haiti? With your donations, we can continue our work with the K-12 school in St. Mark. We serve an average of 300 students per year. Our focus is education, Christian values, and inspiration. Use our text to give to sponsor a child. We've been talking about the war in our mind and our war against Satan himself. If we want to win the war, we're going to have to take captive our thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Remember, our war is not against flesh and blood. So now it's saying to us, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. <laughs> See, but they're mighty through God. So we've got to get out of the flesh and into what the Spirit of God is saying and what the Word of God says. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You say, what? Take captive every thought? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to pay off. It is work. You know, sometimes I think we feel like, hey, we're saved. We're, you know, free in Christ and we don't have to do anything now. And our life's just going to be honky dory. But you know what? The Bible says that trials and tribulations come to us all. It comes to the righteous and the unrighteous. But the good news is, is that we can overcome every trial, every tribulation, but we need to do it God's way. We need to do it in the spirit. We need to begin to take captive of those thoughts. Anything that doesn't line up with the word of God, we need to cast it down. It doesn't matter how we feel about the subject. It doesn't matter how we might have thought in the past. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Today, what is God saying to you? What does his word say about your situation? You know, we can take captive. What if he's sitting there telling you, oh, you know, you're not going to make it, you know, financially. Look at all the rates. I mean, look at the rates. Everything's skyrocketing. How are we going to make it? How are we going to survive? We're not going to have enough of money for the groceries, for the food, for our rent. Whatever the situation is, God's word has the answer. His word says that my God shall supply all my needs, not according to what I have, but according to his riches. My God shall supply all my needs. So when those thoughts come to you, oh my gosh, uh, I'm not going to have enough this, this month. I'm not going to make rent. No, my God says he's going to supply all my needs according to his riches and according to his glory. Now, mind you, don't quit your job and sit at home and say, God's going to take care of me because he's not. <laughs> the word also declares that if a man not work, then a man not ought to eat. Now, obviously, if you're handicapped and you have issues and you cannot work, God will make a way for you. But if you're able to work, you can't quit your job and say, oh, God's going to take care of me. It just does not work that way. God expects us to do what we can do. And then he comes in and does what we can't. But he is there for us and he will supply every need. He will make a way where there is no way. Just like he feeds the birds and clothes the lilies of the valleys, he'll do it for you too. His word declares it. The word of God also says though that if you give, then he shall give back unto you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. 
So there's a, a scripture that you can do and then you can turn around and stand on that word. Nope, I gave my tithes and my offerings. The word of God says that he will rebuke the devourer for my name's sake because I acted on what his word says. We need to begin to act on the word of God, but then when the enemy comes in to our minds, we need to put back in his place what the word of God says instead. You know, the word of God says in Isaiah 26, 3, that he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. You know, sometimes our mind can be uneasy. We can get into anxiety and fear and think all kinds of crazy thoughts. But when we get our mind back on Christ, back on what he already did, the price that he paid on that cross for us, we can have peace of mind. We can sit back and know, no, God's got me. God loves me. God is for me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, he shall condemn. We can have peace. You can have joy. He says that he'll give us joy. He'll give us dancing instead of misery. He'll give us joy. He'll give us peace. He'll take care of us. We don't have to fret. We don't have to worry. God is on our side. And if God be for us, who can be against us? These are all scriptural words of encouragement, words that you can live by, words that you can take to the devil himself, counteract what he's saying in your mind. You know, if you don't know what the word of God says and you're dealing with something that keeps on going on in your mind, maybe, maybe you just feel lonely today. Maybe you're just fighting being lonely and all day long, all you feel is that you're alone. You're going to be alone. No. What does the word of God say about your loneliness? Ask Siri. Siri, what does the word of God say about loneliness? Siri will give you some okay. scriptures. I found this on the web. For what does the word of God say about loneliness? Check it. Siri will let you know. Check it out. And then begin to meditate on that word. Begin to think. You know, the word of God tells us to, um, to daily meditate on the word of God. What does the word of God say? It's right here for you. Whether you have a Bible, whether you have a Bible app. You know, another thing that I do on a daily basis is I use an audiobook. And on audiobook, you will find in my library, I have the one-year Bible. So every day... I'll read that day's verses and I'll get through the Bible in a year every year. Maybe you just want to listen to Proverbs or Psalms. Put a Bible app on your phone. 
Read a scripture every day. You know, I used to back in the day, I would take every Sunday morning's message. I go to church on a weekly basis and I would take that message that was preached on Sunday morning and I would listen to it again on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and sometimes I'd listen to it all day on Thursday, <laughs> over and over again, if I was having a bad day. And then I'd listen to it again on Friday, and I'd listen to it again on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'd go back to church, and I'd get the new word for the week, and I'd repeat it over and over again. Whatever works for you, get the word of God moving in your life. Get it. The Word of God says that the Word of God is living and active. It's active, but we need to activate it in our life. Hearing the Word of God gives us faith. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Then we can on a daily basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute basis, as those thoughts are crazy in our head, we can stop those thoughts. And we can speak the word of God. I want to encourage you this week. Start speaking the word of God. Meditate on the word of God. And take hold by faith your victory in Christ. Until next time, remember, stay calm and be empowered.